theyeshiva.net. I got a letter I want to read to you. I just got it this morning. From a woman in Israel. She's following these Shiurim on Basilagani Tavshin Chav Gimel. And so she wrote me a long letter. In Hebrew, actually. But uh, I just want to read a few paragraphs. It was very powerful. It is very powerful. She describes how she's listening to the to the Maimah that we're learning. She said, I daven to Hashem that I should be successful in understanding the message and the theme and the ideas of Bossi Lagani Tavshin Chav Gimel, 1963. The Maimah is very, very deep and requires tremendous concentration from me and for me to immerse my thought in it, and it requires for me to open up my soul. So I asked Hashem to help me. And indeed, God showed me that I don't have to go so far in order to open my soul and understand it. I was married in a previous marriage, and I have in my house a girl, 16 years old, my daughter, from my first marriage. And... uh, She's struggling a lot, and I have found that my girl's sense of I is really in prison and in deep darkness. Her sense of I is shrouded in a lot of darkness and confusion. Or as the Maimah put it, her Erdein Soif, her infinite light, is trapped. My communication with this girl and my relationship with this girl turned into a very, very heavy yoke and an ongoing, agonizing story suffering for her and for me. There came a point, there was a breaking point. She left the house and decided to go to her father, my ex, who was not religious anymore. He doesn't live a Jewish life. And he went to the other extreme from Yiddishkeit. He went to the other radical extreme from Torah and Mitzvahs, not just away from it, but radically opposite. And he decided to go there. After a while... I guess she realized that the grass wasn't green on the other side and uh, it was quite uh, intense over there, so she came back to me. And when I look at her today, it's a very, very difficult scene. So a girl who's detached, not from me, she's detached from herself. She's detached from her body. She's detached from her beauty, from her kindness, from her compassion, from her depth, from her personality. And therefore, she only follows her impulsive instincts, whatever she wants at this at this moment, and tremendous, tremendous confusion. I provide all her physical needs and give her shelter to the best of my ability, but to be physically present with her and emotionally present with her, I couldn't. It was too painful. I would get so triggered, I would get so turned off, because her situation just causes me to want to push her away further and further. I know that as a mother I have to be here for her and I give her whatever she needs and I feed her and I dress her and I shop for her, but emotionally I couldn't spend any time with her because I would just I would just lose it. Her comments and her personality and the way she's living. And then I started to learn this Maimah. And I learned what Erdin Saif Lamata Adin Tachlis means. And everything that we explained in the last few classes. And I want to tell you that this has given me Literally, the vessels and the inner strength and serenity and fortitude of my soul to understand, number one, my daughter, and to understand myself, 
and to understand what's triggering me, and to understand what my avoid is, what my work is, and what God wants for me. And when I learned what you said, and what the Maimah said, I look at my girl and I say, Yes, it takes tremendous courage and strength to go down to such a black hole. It's literally a pit and a cistern that is very, very dark. It brings up also my own insecurities. It's also a cistern, it's a boy, shachar, a maluchlach. It's a cistern that's very dark and filthy. And to be able to remain there with empathy is maybe one of the hardest things in the world. How do I remain there? I could remain there like a robot, but how do I remain there with empathy? But since we explained, layidach memenu nidach, and if the Eirin Saif is fully present, I can also be fully present because I am the Eirin Saif. I decided that this is my mission. And now I do it with joy and with confidence and with serenity. And I know that Hashem is right there with me in the Lamata Adin Tachlas. I wanted to share this with you with a sense of gratitude. So the Shiyodim you didn't understand, but this you understood, yeah? <laughs> so then you understood. <laughs> Always, whenever it becomes relevant to life, you automatically understand. <laughs> yeah. So every Nikuda that we learn about, it's a lesson to all of us. You see how a person, you know, you could take Tachtiyim, Shniyim, Shlishim, Oilemus, Neshamus, Alakus, Ak, Atzilis, Biyap, Seder. Another, 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 another part of the map. Fine, show me more maps. You know, when you zoom into the map, you see all the little things that you didn't see before. So fine, I thought there's a big map, you zoom into the map here, there's this world, that world, that world. But it remains, you know, cerebral. At best ideas, and even if it's ideas that I, I appreciate and I understand, and there's a geschmack in it, which is also very beautiful, but it still remains ideas. And then there's a bechein, there's a person allowing their lives to be transformed and redefined based on, on the, the, the experience of it, and uh, what it does to a house, and what it does to a marriage, and what it does to a relationship, and what it does to the person himself or herself is uh, extremely profound. Okay, so let's continue. We're holding page Yudalad in this Kuntras. I just felt I wanted to share this. I got this this morning. I saw it this morning. We're holding page Yudalad, the middle of Se'if Gimel, right? But just to remember, the last the last Nakuda was that the Chiddush of Eirin Seif Labata Adin Tachlis. Oh, I just want to I just want to give special gratitude to the sponsors of this series, Reb Shimshin and. Rifki Vershashansky in honor of uh, her father and his father-in-law, Reb Zalman Yudab, Reb Shalom Yeshaya, Daich, Zechreinu Levracha. Thank you. So the last Nakuda was that Eilin Seif Lamata Adin Tachlis is not what we call Eilam Esa'in Seif, the world of infinity, or even Eilam Hatzilis, which over there there's Kalim, and therefore the Eir is limited, so to speak, through vessels and re- defined realities, Chachma, Chesed, which is a Gewaldic, a Chiddush, because it's not Ein Saif, but nonetheless, because it's Achtos, it's a Keli for Ein Saif. We explained it at length. The Chiddush of Lamata Adin Tachlis is Briya Yitzir where there's the concept of separation, fragmentation, disassociation. That was the Nakuda. And the Mashal that's brought for that is the difference between the relationship of the body to the soul 
and garments to the body. The body is not the soul. There's a time when the body is left without a soul, unfortunately. But when the soul lives in the body, they're not two separate things. The body itself is alive. It's not that the soul is like electricity that it puts into a machine. It's much more than that. And that's why the body is so amazing because the, you know, the body keeps the score and the body has the wisdom of everything. The body itself knows everything because the soul becomes one with the body. That's a muscle for Eris and Kalim. The Ur becomes the Kali. It's not that there's an Ur in the Kali, it's a dead Kali, but there's like electricity flowing through the Kali, like throwing through a refrigerator. The Kali itself becomes the Ur. In other words, Ein Saif is in the Kali itself. The Kali itself becomes a channel for the infinity. Levushim are something already disconnected. Nobody's going to say, I am my garment. You're not. If a person identifies their value by what they wear, we all understand the tragedy of that. There's an old Chelem story about a Jew who was from Chelem and he was on a train. And he was traveling the night he was going to Russia. And he asked the conductor to wake him up 4 in the morning because his stop was 4.15, 4.30. In his cabin there was a Russian general. And he also went to sleep. Anyway, 4 o'clock the conductor woke up, this Jew, this Chelem Jew. And instead of putting on his own clothes, he put on the clothes of the general the Russian general. He comes home. His wife looks at him and says, Chaim Yankel, you crazy? We went with sugar. He says, what happened? She says, look in the mirror. He takes a look in the mirror and he sees the Russian general. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> very distinguished attire. He says, yeah, I always knew these Russian conductors are idiots. He woke up the Russian general instead of me. So sometimes a person identifies themselves by what's, what's a joke. is sometimes true. You identify yourself by levushim. The definition of levushim is you may be in the levush and the garment may express you and may express you very well, but ultimately there's a disconnect. And that's why over there, the concept of levushim is introduced. Levushim for the Ein Saif. <clears throat> so he continues the second line from Yedalet. Umaysif Back to the Maimer of Basilagani of the Abrayatsi adds, Kemaimer, it says in Zoyar, Tikuni Zoyar, Tikun Vov, Imo Ilam Mekanana Bekursaya. It says in Zoyar, let me just say what he's going to say because it's an Aramaic line. We all know that Atsilis is made up of ten spheres. You have Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gurit, Teferis, Netzachoid, Yisoid, Malchus. So Zoyar says as follows, Imo Ilam, the higher mother, which is Bina, Bina is the mother, Chachma is the father, Bina is the mother, rests, it nests, in Kursaya. Kursaya is Aramaic for Kisei, the world of the Kisei covered, the world of the throne, which is the world of Bria. And then it says, the six spheres, Chesed, Gvur, Teferes, Netzachad, Yisoy, they dwell in Yitzira. And Malchus of Atzilus dwells in Asiya. In other words, the Atzilus, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, all have all the ten spheres. But generally speaking, Bria predominantly is in a reflection of Bina. And Yitzira predominantly is in a reflection of the Midas, the six Midas. And Asiya predominantly is a reflection of Malchus of Atzilus. That's what the Zoya says. What that's saying is that Bria, even though it has all ten, it's defined by Bina. So it says in Kabbalah that the world of Gemara, Talmud is Bria. The world of Mishnah is Yitzira. The world of Chumash is Asiya. Because the world of Chumash is stories. It's like regular stories. You think, you know, Yosef was fighting with his brothers. Cain killed Hevel. Esav wanted to kill Yaakov. It's a bunch of stories. It could, it could be like a storybook. It comes down to Asiya. 
Mishnah is Yitzira, Mishnah is Psakdin. This is Kasha, this is Pasal, it's an expression of Hashem, so to speak, emotion. And Talmud Gemara's analysis, so it's Bina, so that's Olam Abriya. Kabbalah is Atzilis, so it says the Arizal says. Explained in Tanya, Pedic Mem. Kabbalah is Atzilis, Gemara is Briya, Mishnah goes to Yitzira, and Chumash goes all the way down to Lasiya. Doesn't mean Chumash is from Asiya, it means it goes down all the way from Atzilis all the way to Lasiya. Kabbalah remains in Atzilis, Gemara, Briya, etc. So this is what, the, 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 what he was quoting here. The higher mother dwells, nests, Mekanan is from the word Kain, a nest. Nests in Kursaya. Kursaya is Olam HaKisei. Kisei HaKavad is Bria. It dwells in Kursaya. Shitzvidim be Yitzira. The six spirits of Atzilus dwell in Yitzira. Va'ifan, Oifan is the Oifanim, that's the last. Malchus is called Oifanim, goes in Asi. V'yashloimah. Why, why is this negaya in the Mayim? Because he wants to explain Meaning as follows. When you speak about garments, you could speak about a person puts on an undershirt. On the undershirt you have tzitzis. On the tzitzis you have a shirt. On the shirt you may have a sweater. On the sweater you may have a jacket or a bekesha kapata. So you have a garment on top of a garment, on top of another garment, another garment. Each garment is more external than the other one. Yep. So you could learn, that's Bri Yitzira Asiya. Bria is a garment for Atzillus. Yitzira is a garment for Bria. And Asiya is a garment for Yitzira. It's like a more external garment. Then you could say that Eidin Saf Lamata Adetachlis is Tal Eilam HaBriya. That itself is a Gavaldik Echidosh goes to Bria. That's what he's trying to negate that really, Bri Yitzir in this element is one lavush. It's, 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 it's one world. Because it's like you'll say, you have a hat on your head, you have a jacket on your torso, and you have pants that cover your feet. It's not more, it's not a lavush on top of a lavush. It's just different parts of the body. So that's the Chiddush. That's the Vart. That's what he says here. To explain this, he brings a maimah from the Zoyar. It's not, Bria is a lavush for Atzillus. Now Yitzira is a garment for Bria. Asiya is a garment for Yitzira. As he says, no, that's not the vart. The vart that we see here is, all of them are a lavush for Atzillus. Different parts. For Bina of Atzillus, that's dressed up in Bria. The, the six midas of Atzillus is manifested and enclosed in Yitzira. And Malchus of Atzillus is enclosed where? In Asiya. 
So it would be like different parts of one organism that have different garments. You can't compare a hat to shoes. But the shoes are not more external to the goof. This one is on one part of the body, this one is another. It's one organism. Atzillus is one kaiman. All of them are a levush for that. So when you say, it's not an oilam abri of verses, it's all three together, which are levush, but it's not anymore a goof, it's a levush. Because in one Nekudah they are one world. And that's why when we said, speak about three worlds, Tlas Alman, Isla Likuchabrichu, or the Balshemtiv's three dimensions, go into one category. Because there are levels. Just like we said, that in this Maimer, Olam is saying, Safan Atzilis are batched together. Because Legabe Achtus, it's like one. So the same is true, Bri even though they're so different when it comes to Pirud, the Nekudah fragmentation over there, it's like one world. That in Bria begins the element of perceived otherness, outside of Ein Saf, which is a Lavush, which is disconnect. In other words, if the world would stop after, if reality would stop after Olam Atzilis, there would be no concept of separation, no concept of detachment, no concept of fragmentation. Bria begins, the world Bria versus Atzillus, creation. Yes, you have a lower level, which is Yitzira, you have a lower level, which is Asiya, but in that sense, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya are one in the sense that it's the world of Pirud, and therefore, Lamata Adin Tachlis refers to Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, because it's one oilam, it's one world, because they're all Levushim for Atzillus, even though different aspects of Atzillus, and that makes the difference of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. You can ask. I thought before Dafis is an uh, expression of the poor Dafka in this world. Dafka in the lower place. That's the Chiddush. You would, first he said you would think maybe Atzillus is enough. Maybe Ak is enough. That's already a Chiddush. Maybe Atzillus is enough. Maybe Bri is enough. So we're saying no, Lamata de Tachlus means Taka. Lamata de Tachlus means all the way, all the way down to Lasia. Yeah, that's, that's the Vart. That there's no place of Mata. That is not a manifestation, and is not over there. You don't have the spashtus and the gili of the ein seif. Can speak enough Yiddish. What's meant to get that off? Yeah. Ah. Okay, that's continues. This is all from a section in Pasach Elio. It's known as Pasach Elio from Elio and Avi, the introduction of Tikkun Zoyer. So that's where he says that Atzillus is like a body for a soul, and Bia is like garments, like garments for the light. So he continues that the Zoya says over there that from Hidir, from Bri Yitzirah from those garments, come, Binayu Parchin, from their soar, fly, the souls of people, Shehemana Shamus. What does this mean? What's the explanation? What's the continuation here? The kibun should be klolus. Am shechai lulam medubereidus neshamis yisnal vavidasim b'shchir abam shachas alukus lamatam. Since the theme of the maim is talking about the souls and their job, 
to reveal and bring godliness into this world. Because the Shechina was here before it was, so to speak, expelled, which is this world, which is the lowest world. In other words, the lowest levels. If the focus here is the job of the Jew to be Megala Lekuz down here, so that means everything we're talking about is not just abstract worlds. You have to find it in yourself. Right? That, that's the Nakuda here. Just to talk about the realities, that's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is how do you see all this in your own life, in your own Avodah? So the Lamata Adin Tachlis begins with yourself. Not just describing a map of the world. It begins with who you are. So that's why he right away goes in and says, don't look at Bri Yitzir Hasiyah outside. It's connected to souls. Because the souls come from Bri Yitzir Hasiyah. He explains, Most souls are souls that come from the world of Bri or the world of Yitzir or the world of Hasiyah. You have unique souls in a generation that are neshamas of atzilus. In other words, even though every soul comes from atzilus, like it says in Tanya in the second chapter, every soul begins in chachma of atzilus. Every soul comes out of kalim datzilus. That's true, but most souls go through. An evolution, so to speak, of Briya, Yitzida, Asiya, like we say in the morning, Alakaina Shamash and Asata Bitahirihi, Atavarasa, Atta Yitzarta, Atta Nafakta, Bivatama Shamra Bakirbi. So the Altar Rebbe asks, it should have said Alakaina Shamash and Asata Bi, Atabarasa. Before you describe that it's pure, you should say you created it. And then say what you created. So he explains that the word Tahira is higher than Barasa. That's the soul in its pristine form. The word Tahir in Aramaic means light. Tahir, Tahiru means light. The soul is the light of Eudis and Kalam of Atzilus. Then it evolves Ata Barasa, Ata Yitzarta, Ata Nafachta, Ata Mashamra, Bikir Bi, the way the soul descends until it's incarnated in the human body right here in this world. So the soul goes through a very, very intense journey. It's like every fetus. It begins, it begins literally with the sperm of the seed and the egg of the father and mother. The seed comes from the father himself. And from a very deep, deep energetic place in the father. And it comes from a very, very deep place in the mother. And it begins as that embryo. But that child can't live yet. Can't live in this world. It's too, it's too nebulous. It's too subtle. So after nine months of development, which is really hishtalshlus, it says in Kabbalah, why nine months? Because the neshama starts off from chachma, it's chachma vatzilus, that's like the seed of God, and then it's nine months to go to malchus. <laughs> so every month the neshama goes down to bine, das, chesed, gvure, teferes, netzach, yisoid, and then the ninth month at the end is malchus, because it starts off already as chachma, that's like the seed, chachma is like an epiphany, like a spark, like a seed, and an egg, and now, after nine months, Malchus, now it can come out. So it's a tremendous evolution. It's not just the body develops over nine months. The soul develops over nine months. The neshama, the consciousness of the body, goes through a hishtal 
until it's ready to come out. Spiritually, therefore, we say, there are souls that even in this world they remain neshamas of Atzilus. He says, Chad bedada, unique neshamas. That even in this world, their prism is Atzilus. They never leave Achtos. They never leave Achtos. But it's a unique thing. It's a unique thing that there's such a neshama. Even in the body, in this world. There's an expression, uh, the al writes, when Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Pare, it was Atzilus speaking to Shalosh Lippus Atmeis. <laughs> it was Atzilus speaking to Shalosh Lippus Atmeis. What does it mean on the Shama of Atzillus? On the Shama of Atzillus is on the Shama that in this world, it's still completely in the world of Achtos. In other words, it's glasses, so to speak. The prism, the perspective, is one of absolute oneness. There's Oedis and there's Kalim, because an Shama functions as a consciousness, but the consciousness of Atzillus is a consciousness of complete Oilama Achtos. And therefore, there's no detachment, no detachment even for a moment of Ein Saif. Complete, complete alignment. Complete bittel, complete oneness. Most souls, though, go through the evolution and they come from either Bria or Yitzira or Asiya. And every soul has its own shayrish, its own unique source. There's no soul that doesn't come from one of the spheres of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya. But certain souls are capable of certain experiences that other souls are not simply because of their shayrish. You have to know where your soul comes from. And Tanya, it often says, the, a person learning Torah or understanding things, based on the shayrish of your neshama. Every neshama has its shayrish, its roots, like a tree has its roots. And the roots give it access to certain waters, to certain nutrients. And that's responsible for how the tree is going to grow, based on the shayrish, based on the roots. By a tree, the shayrish is on the bottom, here the shayrish is on top. But the nekuda is the same. So therefore... You have neshamas that are neshamas of Atzillus. That's very unique. It's, he said it's a chad bedada, you, had such neshama, you have such neshamas. But most neshamas are neshamas of Biyah. So when you speak about the world of Bri Yitzira Asiya, it's, it's, it's the neshama itself is connected to that world. So he explains. The soul of Moshe comes from the core of Chachmeilah, of Hashem's wisdom, which is the source of Torah. Chachmeilah means the highest level of Chachma, which is known as Chachma of the world of Atzillus. This is even deeper than Torah. The Medrash says in Bereish Rabbi Yudzayin, Noivlus Chachma Shalomayla. Noivlus is the residue, what comes, what falls from the Chachma Shalomayla, from Hashem's Chachma's Torah. Moshe comes from the source of Torah, from the Chachma Ilah. So Torah was given through him. Shalachay Nemer B'Moshe Shaya Kvat Peh, Kvat Loshen. Kedisa B'Zoya, Kvat Peh, L'Gabe Raisa D'Bal Peh, or Kvat Loshen, L'Gabe Teresh B'Ksav. Shalachay Yochel L'Hashpul Asatzma, L'Mestim Shechumeno HaTorah, Shibchinus Noivlus Chachma. When Moshe says, I have a heavy mouth and I have a heavy tongue. So the Zoyer says something fascinating. Kvat Pez, I can't communicate Tereshabalpa. Kvat Loshen, I can't communicate Tereshabiksav. Kvat Pez, my mouth can't be a conduit for the oral Torah. Kvat Loshen is, my, my hand can't be a conduit for the language, for the written Torah. Not for Balpa, not for Biksav. Loshen, Sprach. Huh? Yeah, Lushen means a tongue. 
But why why is why do you use the words kvat peh, kvat lashon? So the Zoya says, peh is meramas, teresh peh. And lashon is meramas, teresh Why does Moshe say kvat? I can't. Because Moshe comes from the source of Chachma and it can't articulate itself and even be shrunk and filtered into the structure of Torah because Torah is noivlis Chachma Shalomayla, Chazal say. So Moshe says, kvat peh, kvat lashon. I can't because Moshe's minamayim mishisiu comes from a place of no differentiation. It comes from the nekuda itself. It's like chachma itself before it develops. You can't write it. You can't talk about it. It's like a moment of inspiration. Bina is perspiration. Chachma is inspiration. They say ninety nine percent of invention is right. What is perspiration and one one percent is inspiration. Chachma is the epiphany. Chachma can't be articulated. You can't write it down. You can't even talk about it. When you get it, it's like you got it. Then there has, to, there has to be Bina, it has to be developed. That's why Chachma is like the father, the seed, and Bina is like the mother, she takes the seed and, and the egg and develops it, etc. There are souls that are very lofty that have this quality of Moshe. There's a Gemara in Shabbos, Davkuf Aleph, the Psafra tells Rava, he calls him Moshe. The Zuck's good. You're saying well. Rav was not Moshe. The answer is, because there are souls, even in later generations, it's the Pchina of Moshe. Rav, Rav's dveikus in Torah, Rav's dveikus in godliness was such that the Psafra called him Moshe. Moshe Shaprik Amrit. He was like an embodiment of Moshe in a later generation. These are souls that are called Laman Achai Vereyai. My brothers and my friends. Brothers and friends to Hashem. They come from the unity, from the Shidduch, from the match of father and mother of Atzilus, Chachma and Bina. So they're born from father and mother, Chachma and Bina. So they're brothers to the emotions, to Zav Atzilus. They're called Achim Vereim of Hashem. They're higher than Torah. Torah is the source of this. Uh, no, not. The YouTube is working, but the yeshiva.net can't get access it. Uh-huh. Okay. The technology. <laughs> Torah is the articulation of Chachma of Atzilus, but the way it's articulated. So Moshe says, he's beyond it. Lo I can't bring it down into the words. Not not And Hashem had to tell him, that's why I want you. That's why I want you. Hashem says to him, what are you worried about? I'm going to put my words, my right. Hashem, words into, your, into mouth. your mouth. Yeah. Neshama was so connected. Right, right, right. So again, what's the Nikudah that he was chosen because he has quadpeh, why is that the king? What if he would be... Uh, in other words, the reason that Moshe couldn't speak was because words are filters, words are containers. And Moshe was beyond that. Yeah, etzem ha-chachma, beyond the articulation and structure. Even the side of chachma, he had to integrate everything himself, right? So he had to... Right, but for him to integrate was still beyond what in another world would be an articulation. Like fish in the water, kamin amayim you in the water. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's one with the source. Aaron understood him? Aaron was a conduit. Aaron, Aaron brought it out. 
Anan could bring it out. The souls that are born from the zivuk, from the intimacy of Zohan Nukva, that's the Midas and Malchus, they're born in the next world, in Elam Habriya. So you have Abba and you have different levels of intimacy spiritually. So you have Abba and Ima, Chachma and Bina. So those souls are born in Atzillus. So they're called Achim Vireyim. You have the Yichud, the unity of Zah and Malchus. It's also masculine and feminine. Everything is designed with masculinity and femininity in the higher world, like in this world. There's no birth without the match of masculinity and femininity. So they're born in Elam Habriya. Even though sometimes it says that from the intimacy of Za and Nukva, of Atsilus, Midois and Malchus, you have great souls that are called Neshamas Datsilus, Mikomakem Kivan Shesharshan Mizivuk Zav and Nukva Datsilus, Imkain Einan Elatipa Achas Hanem Shechas Memeichin de Zav and Nukva, Vatayrahi Etzem. Still, because they don't come from Chachma and Bina Vatsilas, they come from Zah Nukva Vatsilas. So you have a seed, a tipa, that comes from the Moichin, the awareness that's in Zah Nukva, because the tipa comes from the Moich, but here it's in Zah Nukva. And Torah is the Etzim Chachma Bina Das of Zah Nukva, so it's much higher. So these souls already are on a lower level. All the other souls that come from Bri, Yitzira, Asiya, they're lower than Torah. So Moshe himself and those unique souls like Moshe, he was taka higher than Torah. So he said, Kvat Peh, Kvat Lashna, and that's why he's the one who reveals Torah. He's the one who brings Torah into the world. He's the one who can actually give the Torah. Other souls, even souls of Atsilas and souls of Bri, Yitzira, Asiya, they're lower than Torah. That's why the Zoya says, Yisrael miskashron b'raisa. Yisrael connect to Hashem through Torah. That's why he explains that most souls are b'ya, even though there's the unique souls. That are Certainly in our generations. It's certainly not a common thing, you could say. It's a unique person in a day. But what does it really mean, Chad Bedara? It says it doesn't mean like you usually say, this person is unique. Chad Bedara, it's unique. Hainu Chad shall love Oymet Kol Hadar. Chad Bedara doesn't mean you're one in a generation. You're one that on you stands. It empowers a generation. Moshe wasn't just an isolated person. Moshe carried the 600,000 Jews. He was equivalent to them because he was there, he, he embodied them. In other words, he was like a mirror. He embodied the 600,000 Jews. Moshe tells Hashem in Baal Am I the one who impregnated all these Jews? I'm their mother. You want me to carry them like an Uman carries a Yoinik? Like a mother, a nursing mother carries a suckling child. What am I? Their mother, their, their father, I gave birth to them. This was Moshe, like, it looks like I'm responsible for all of them as though I was their mother. So it says, it's explained in Exodus, that this was a real Nekudah about Moshe, that Moshe's soul encompasses all 600,000 souls. It's not Moshe. Yeah. 
So it's not like Moshe is a chad bedara, is a psa, one in a generation, and he's special. But chad bedara, the whole doir, is inspired by him, is empowered by him. He gives something to the whole generation. The same is true about the extension of Moshe in every generation. It says in Zoya that in every single generation there's a hispashtus of Moshe Rabbeinu. Hispashtus of the Moshe Bechol Dara Vedara. There's no generation where you don't have hispashtus of the Moshe. The Medrash says, Ein lechadar she'en b'ke Moshe. Nesiyah Yisrael, the Nesiyah of Nesiyah of the Jewish people. Kol Nasi v'Nasi b'Dayre, every Nasi in his generation. Ad l'Nesiyah Dayreinu until the Nasi of our generation. That this pchin of Moshe, which is in a, who's in a Shamadat Silas, it's not detached from the people. It's not that if you're in a Shamadat Silas, you go up to a mountain and you're defakert. What makes the Chat b'Dayre is that the whole day is changed by Moshe. Moshe gives the perspective to all the souls. So the regular neshamas are talking neshamas of but the chad bedana gives the whole day something of the perspective of atzilus. So practically speaking, it means what's the real function of a leader? The real function of a leader is to teach every soul who it really is, what it really comes from. Who it re- what is its real source. The function of a real leader is not that the souls become subservient to him and they lose their identity because I'm powerful. The real function of a leader is to teach you who you are. In other words, in the presence of such greatness, you don't lose yourself to the point you say, wow, I'm such a shmati, so big, I'm so small. In the presence of real greatness, you feel great. When you're in the presence of a really great person, it's not you come out and you say, wow, he's such a genius, he's amazing, wow, I'm a really piece of garbage. You come out and you say, wow, I never saw myself in such a way. That, that, that's what a chad bedada means. Chad bedada means, oh, I'm better, everybody's a shmata. That's not the vart. It says, he's like a link to where they really are, to the neshamas of Atzillus. Is that Meshach Ben Yosef? It could be, that's part of it. That's a complicated question. Adam, yeah. So it says Adam was called all the neshamas. That's true. The chetei tzadas caused the nefila in the neshamas. Yeah. And before chetei tzadas, he was. Yeah. A kavei Yeah. Yeah. So Moshe, like every Nasi, it's called a Neshama Klolis. It's a collective soul. It's like the root of a tree, right? It's not connected to one branch more than another branch. The root of a tree says, I like this branch, I don't like this branch. Then you're not the root. It's like the brain says, I have time for the big parts of the body. I don't have time for the pinky. You could cut it off. Then you're not a brain. The brain's function is it feels and it experiences and it takes responsibility for every last cell, organ, limb, tissue, nuance in the body. There's no part of the body that the brain doesn't feel, it's not aware of, and it doesn't lead. The brain doesn't say, you know what, give me a week, oh, I'm a week, give me a week, I'm not interested in you. A real brain, right? a Rebbe is called Rosh Bnei Yisrael, Rosh Alpha Yisrael. What's the idea of a head? A head means that 24 hours a day it experiences the body. And it takes responsibility for the body, and it cares about the body, and it does anything for the body to be able to survive and thrive. That's called an Ashama Klolis. So this is the responsibility of a parent when it comes to family, right? And this is what real leadership is. The Chiddush of Moshe Rabbeinu is, the whole Klal Yisrael. 
There's no such a thing. You come to Moshe and Moshe says, well, you're not part of my community. You, know, you don't pay my salary. What do I care about you? <laughs> you don't live in my shtetl. You're not going to affect my kids. Right? If, if you're a roish, if you're a head, so every neshama is part of you. Right? It's like, it's like you have a stomachache and the brain says, it's not my diet. Go to, go to the It's your stomach. What do I care about it? Then you're not a brain. <laughs> you come to somebody else, he has, you have a stomachache. He says, okay, go to a doctor. What do you want from me? <laughs> You come to your brain, you say you have a stomachache. The brain takes it very personal. The brain starts having a stomachache. In fact, the stomach doesn't have stomachaches. The brain has stomachaches. You understand what I'm saying? That's what a Rosh B'nai Yisrael is. There's no such a thing. A Jew is not shayich to him. What do you mean you're not shayich to me? If, if you're a Rosh, you're shayich to me. So that's the truth about all of us. But in this soul, it's manifested. Why? Because since it comes from Eilam Atzilus, Eilam Atzilus is the world of Achdos. Eilam Atzilus is Eirin Soif in Kalim. But it's not that the Kalim are separate. The Kalim is a guf, Lineshama. And as we explained before in the consciousness of Atzilus, right? There's never, ever, ever a blockage. Even if I'm in a specific place, like Yosef Atzadik, it's a Shlichus. We spoke in previous classes at length. So in Mela, in that world... There's the unity of everybody. There's the unity of everything. The world is like a symphony. And the Jewish people are like a symphony. You're like a conductor of a symphony. The conductor of a symphony doesn't tell the drummer, could you stop drumming? I'm interested in the violin. <laughs> you may like violin, but if you're conductor of a symphony, every part of the symphony is indispensable. And your job is not to be connected to one musician more than another musician. You embody each of them individually, but also collectively, the zeitgeist of the, of the symphony. And bring out the best, the contribution of each one. So that's the Chad Bedada, the one upon which the whole Doid is empowered and, 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 and stands. But that's what real lead, we learn here what real leadership is. You have leadership where the greater I am, the smaller you feel. Real leadership is the greater I am, the greater you become. Because what's the definition of my greatness? Not that I'm bigger than you. That I can help you see who you really are. A real, a real Rebbe, a real Moshe holds up a mirror to you, not to himself. <laughs> Some people, when you meet them, they hold up a mirror to themselves. <laughs> hey, look at me. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you even more about me. <laughs> Consciously or subconsciously, when you go away, you just had a lecture about themselves. A real, a real leader, he holds up a mirror to you. <laughs> look, look at me, but I'm going to become a mirror. In other words, I want you to see who you are. That's the function of a real, of a real teacher. A real teacher, a real, we're talking here, the Moshe Rabbeinu, he allows the Neshamas of Bri Yitzir to know where they came from, who they really are. What says who they really are? They really ain't safe. They're really infinite. Even though they live in a consciousness of Bri Yitzir which is a consciousness of fragmentation and separation, but it's connected to the source. Umam Shikh Ba'amayim, but he continues. They're the core, they're the inner core. Malachim are the externals. And the worlds are the external, external layer of the external layer. Externalities of the externalities. Why is this Negea here? Because 
The whole point here is that Hashem the Melech gives and squanders the deepest treasures, including putting himself on the line, so that the soldiers can fulfill their mission in the world to take a world of atse shittim, to take a world of shittim of insanity, and transform it into atse shittim shtus of holiness to make sheker and turn it into crushing beams for the Mishkan. But if the souls themselves come from they're part of the problem. How can they fix? <laughs> in order to fix a situation, you have to transcend the situation. You know, if you're in the box, it's very hard to fix the box. Sometimes you need somebody outside of the box, right? The Maral says, the Gemara says that uh, about Mashiach in Sanhedrin, the Gemara calls him a keser, keser, a palga keser. The word keser, Toysu says in Avedizara, comes from the word Caesarian. The word keser, Caesar. Right In every language, uh, the king is called either Caesar, like in Latin, like Julius Caesar, right? Or uh, Kaiser, or in Russian, Tsar. Tsar is Kaiser, Tsar, right? In Yiddish, they call it the Tsar. The tsar. In most languages, you'll see, it's Kaiser, uh, Kaiser, like in German, Kaiser Wilhelm, also Kaiser. Why did they all get the same name? So Tysus brings a famous tradition, it's about Julius Caesar, I think. That he was born Caesarian. And the mother died, and it was the first time they did a Caesarian surgery, and they extracted the king. It's called a Yotzedoifen. It doesn't come out from the normal uh, canal, birth canal, but it had to be extracted. It's called Kaiser. Huh? Kaiserschnitt. Yeah, Kaiserschnitt. That's why it's called Kaiserschnitt. So the Maral says, why is Mashiach called Kaiser? <laughs> the answer is, in order to fix the world... In order to fix the world, to repair the world, you have to <laughs> sometimes come from a different place. If you're part of the regular uh, of the regular system, so to speak, you become a, a part of the problem. You can't be part of the solution. You sometimes see that people who didn't grow up within a certain box, they could see things from a bird's eye view, and they're not products of it, so they're not victims of it. So he says, Mashiach has to fix the whole world. So he's a yotzedoifen. He doesn't come out in the regular, regular structured birth. It's like, so to speak, emerges from a completely different place. It represents somebody who's out of the, the box, so you could change the whole box. Huh? The maral. Maral, 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 maral miprag. It's not peterechem, right? Kadosh de Gopher peterechem. The Gemara says a yotzedoifen is not called peterechem. It doesn't... Like the famous Evan Ezra we spoke about, that Moshe had to grow up in the palace, not by Jews. So he should be able to think differently. He should be able to stage a revolution. If he would have grown up among Jews, he would have had a slave mentality. So you're telling me that the whole point is that the Nisham has come into this world to transform the Shtus into Atzei Shittim and the Sheker into Keresh. And for this, Hashem gives them the Oitzer. But if the Nishamas themselves come from Briyitzirasiya, <laughs> so they're part of the, the, the issue that you want to fix. So the, here's the klal. You can't fix something with the problem. You have to, you have to go to, you have to go to a place that's higher than it. Right? Like it's true emotionally, psychologically. The eye that's supposed to fix the wounded eye, if I'm trying to fix the eye through the wounded eye, it's going to be as wounded as it was. When you approach, a certain a certain reality using the same tools that are part of the problem, so then the tools are not going to cure the problem. 
So that's the question of the neshamas come from Asiya. That's where the detachment is. That's where the disassociation is. That's what he says. Al So this is what he explains. In every world, in the neshamas represent the pnimius of the world. And the world itself is the outside of the outside. So the souls which are pnimim affect the worlds which are chitzonius, through the malachim, through the angels, the word malachim means shluchim, by Yishlach Yaakov malachim, right? Malachim means messengers. They're the shluchim from the neshamas to the oilamas. So the pnimius affects the chitzonius of the chitzonius through the chitzonius. Which means, in other words, that the neshamas in order to be able to change the world, like we spoke before about Olamas Neshamas Alakus, in order to translate one language into another language, you have to understand both languages. If you don't live in both languages, you can't really create a bridge between both languages. A mediator who's trying to make peace between a husband and a wife or between partners in a company, whatever it is, if you don't empathize with both sides, if you take one side, you can't mediate. That's how it is, Right? The Gemara says, "Halacha kedivrei hamachria, shneksu hamachishim zatshavu akasav ashlishi viachria beinayim." The one who reconciles the two has to be transcending each one individually. Because if you're stuck in one individually, how could you bring it together with the opposite? So the kasav ashlishi viachria is something transcendental that can bring together two opposites and create a space for each one. So that's why the Baal Shem Tov said you have three pchinis, oilamis, neshamis, alakus. So he was talking about alakus is ak and neshamis is atzilus, because all neshamis come from atzilus. And Oilamis is what? Bia. But if, since most Neshamas come from Bia, so you have Neshamas that come from Atzillus, and they empower other, gener- other, other Neshamas. This is what he says. That even the Neshamas that come from Bia, it's the Pnimius Oilamis. What do we mean it's the Pnimius Oilamis? The Neshama represents how the Oyden Saif comes Lamata Adin Tachlis. So the Neshama comes from that place of Lamata Adin Tachlis, from the place where there's, where there's identity, where there's already the beginning of separation, so to speak. So therefore the neshama can heal the rift and heal the fragmentation and affect the oilamas. That's why I said the neshama is the pnimius, the pnimius of the pnimius, representing the oilin soiv that comes into the oilamas. So through the malachim, the neshama can heal the world. Obviously it needs the kayach of the neshama of Atzillus to be able to remain the link. That's the motion of that we spoke about before, the chad bedana. And that way the neshama could become the fuse, the fusing force that builds the shtus into atzishitim. So the neshama has all the paradoxes of existence inside of it. And that's a very, very intense experience. Talk about consciousness. The paradox of consciousness is that it's toifas, the undefined, indefined, that's atzillas, and in Bria, even in a place of, of what seems like separation, separateness. So the separateness is part of its quality. And he says, this will be explained based on a teaching of the Magad of Mezrich. Bebiyo Maimon Azal, the Gemara says in Chulun, Tzadik Aleph. Ein amalachim oimnim shira, atri Yisrael oimnim shira. The Gemara says in the morning, the malachim, the angels, cannot start singing before the Jews start singing. Shenemar, the Pasuk says in Iyav, Iyav Lamed Chaz, Beron yachat koichvi boiker vahadir vayariyu kol b'nei the morning stars start singing together, and then the children of God begin celebrating and singing. Who the So Rashi says that Yisrael Nimshul the Jews are compared to stars. 
So after the morning stars start start their symphony, then the angels could start singing. So the Gemara learns from here in Chulin, the Malachim don't begin singing till the Jews start singing. It's a famous story from the Baal We once said some chastayda, that the Malachim in the morning, they wake up very early, the Malachim, you know, they don't have to sleep a lot. And they wanted to daven, they wanted to start shira. But since the Jews danced the whole night some chastayda, so they woke up a little late. So the Malachim couldn't do shira because... Uh, because they can't do shit before the Jews start singing. They have to wait for the cue of the Jewish people, and then they can start. So they started to search what's going on, and the Mashallah said they found everywhere in Ganadin a bunch of torn shoes from the dancing of Simchas <laughs> the Pantoffel. What's the Havana in this? Why can't the angels start singing to God? They have to wait for you and me to sing. Well, why? Why? What's the Vart? The Tzarech Lahavin, What do the Malachim have to wait for? This is the Maggot's question. Like, why can they sing to God? They were created by God. They want to sing to Hashem. Do they have to wait for me? Wait for you? V'yesh lefadesh, so the Maggot says, V'yesh lefadesh, al pi akdama hayadua, she Yisrael olu machshavot chila lehibores. Chazal say the Medrash says in, in Medrash Rabbah Bereish, Yisrael olu machshavah. Yisrael ascended in Hashem's thought to be created. In thought, you have all the 22 alphabet letters and the five, the five sources from which our letters emerge. You have the letters that come from the tongue, you have the letters that come from the throat, you have the letters that come from the lips, like bays, vav, mem, pei. Right, bays. If you open your lips, you won't be able to say. If you separate your lips, you won't be able to say. Bays need the lips together. It's called hey matzayi sapeh. Five sources from where? From the gums, from the tongue, from the throat, from the lips. You have five matzayi sapeh. It all begins with machshava. All the letters begin with machshava. That's why people think in language. You don't think without language. We don't realize it because it's very subtle. But this one thinks in English, this one thinks in Yiddish, this one thinks in Russian, this one thinks in Hebrew. Because Machshav is the source of Dibur. No words come out that weren't preceded by thought. Ah, you see people do do that. If you do utter words without thinking, it's usually better if you would have closed your mouth. Your wife was right. The dibur, the words, are mechusser chachma, they lack wisdom, and they lack seichel. So therefore, in a, in the flow of a person, the machshava precedes the dibur. Everything first exists in machshava before it comes into dibur. Yes, it's not as concretized. You don't have the words in machshava are not concrete. Nobody can hear them. They can't be taped. They can't be written down. But today we know every thought creates a process, <laughs> creates a process within the neurons of the human being. It's a fire, there's, a, there's an electricity created. The biochemistry of a person, every thought creates a reality, but it's a different type of reality. It's much more subtle, it's much more transcendent. So all the ISIS that come out, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hevav, Zayin, all the 22 letters the Maggot says, exist in Machshava. Right? When you're thinking, when you're thinking about something, Think about thought. Most people don't think about thought, but if you think about your thoughts, or you wa- you can watch yourself thinking, you'll see that there's ISIS over there. 
there's letters in Machshava. And the Hei Matzai also, all the five sources exist in Machshava. And therefore, after Machshava, there comes Dibur. If a person speaks without any Machshava whatsoever, there was no thought before the words, so then as he says, it's noticeable. It's noticeable in the words. Right. Says the Magid, now we'll understand. Nimtza ki ha-Yisrael ha-Nikroyim reishis. Nishamas Yisrael are called reishis. Bereishis, Chazal say, Rashi brings it, Bereishis, Bara, it's Beis reishis. Jews are called reishis. Kaidish Yisrael Hashem reishis t'fuasim. Heim shoyrish kalayla besom alachim shenizgaloi dehadibur. All the worlds and all the angels are God's words. It says, Bidvar Hashem shamayim nasu. Uviruach piv koltsvam. Vayoymer elikim, the world is a manifestation of Hashem's speech. Basara mamoris nivra'ayla. The angels as well. The angels as well, it's all Hashem's dibur. It's a manifestation of Isis. The source is Yisrael alu, b'machshava. The shamas come from machshava. That's what's racist. The beginning of dibur is machshava, thought. You don't speak before you think. So the malachim can't utter a word if there was no machshava. What's the machshava? Nesham is Yisrael. Shehem sheirish kulam. Nesham is the source of all of them. The Jewish soul represents divine thought. The angels in the world represent divine words. So the whole energy is first in the world of machshava, of neshamas. And then it comes out in Tibur. So essentially, what is a soul? A soul is essentially divine thought. The divine consciousness that's expressed in machshava, that is a soul. A soul in its pure reality is divine thought, machshava. The world's energy and the malachim comes from the machshava. It's first in machshava and then it comes out in dibur. When you change something in the back-end program, all the front-end programs, all the software is transformed. Even though it's just a little tiny, maybe you put the S before the exclamation point or before the Z, the programmers here know what I'm talking about. I don't. Right? In the back-end, it looks like it's insignificant. But the front-end, you know, your whole website just went down because the programmer, you know, forgot to have a coffee this morning. Is that fun? Is that process also too for the uh, for Yeah, of course. It affects the whole world. All the angels. Remember, did, they have, did their angels also do this machshava to Dibur? Yeah, but the source is Yisrael. Yeah, that's why he said neshamas are pnimius. Oilamus is chitzonius, the chitzonius, and malachim are in between. Malachim means shluchim, energy. The Rambam says the angels we send out are the messages, the energy we send out. And it always examines what's happening and it gives back messages. Like Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim, right? We always send out feelers. <laughs> and you get back messages. Texting. So we say Kaddish, 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 and then the Malachim can start saying Shida. If it doesn't exist within the world of Machshava, they're mute. Because it's, it's, it's lacking, it's lacking the source. So you see here what an Hashem is. An Hashem is not some a nice little creature trying to do the right thing. An Hashem is the back end program of the entire cosmos, of the entire universe. 
That's why a shift of a neshama is a shift on many layers of existence, even beyond our comprehension. The Maggid says, it's, right? My thoughts are not your thoughts. So he says, what does that really mean? A Russia should let go of his way, and a man of inquiring should let go of his thoughts. Yeah. So the Maggit says from the Bashem, what's the Rosh's Darkai? What's the path that he thinks? He thinks that his thoughts are not my thoughts. In other words, we usually live in a world of static. My thoughts are not God's thoughts. My thoughts, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that, I'm insecure about that. If I could let go, if I could really, really, really let go in the dissolution of ego and insecurity and go back to the machshava of the soul, it's really divine thought. The Baal says, that's the idea. You have all the stories, the Marshal. Huh? There's something even beyond thought. But here we're talking about thought. Thought is already a symptom. That's true. It's already a back-end program. There's levels beyond the back-end program, beyond machshava. That's true. Here we're talking even on a shama of Bria, which is Olam machshava. Generally, Machshava Dibaramais is Bri Yitzir That's also connected to the Jewish. Every, every person has a soul, Jew and non Jew. Different type of soul, but every person. It's a famous Toys for Simenachis. Every person has a soul. Every person has a Neshama. The question is what type of soul? When people say non Jews don't have souls, it's not true. Of course they have a soul. Not only that, the Arizal says, and it's discussed in Tanya at length, that even every animal has a nefesh. Even a rock has a nefesh. Today we know in science, even what looks like inorganic and inanimate has a whole dynamic universe inside of it, operating in, in, in absolute harmony and with extraordinary speed and synchronization and organization and structure. That's all a manifestation of a, of a, of a certain consciousness. Yes, it's not a consciousness like the consciousness of an animal or a human being, but it's conscious. It's unbelievable. Trees, right? The more and more we learn about trees, for example, we see there's, there's, there's a lot that we don't realize. So the point is, every person has a soul. The question is, what type of soul? The vart here is, the Magad is saying, the angels will not say shira. Until the Jewish people say shira, it's like a person you don't speak before it's first in machshava. And that's why, the Baal Shem Tov says, that's why the tzaddik, who can have an impact on the world, physically sometimes, you know, different things that seem super, that are supernatural, he says, what is it really? He says, really, if I can get rid of all the static in my machshava, and my thought can be aligned with God's thought, so then that is the back-end program of the universe. So then a change in machshava is a change in the world. It's usually my machshava is superimposed with a lot, a lot of other stuff. 70,000 thoughts a day. 70,000 thoughts a day. So if I could let go of everything and my machshava becomes machshavoisei is machshavoiseichem. Machshavoisei is machshavoiseichem. My thoughts are just a conduit for divine thought. What's divine thought? Divine thought? Divine thought is the awareness at the core of existence. This is not Buddhism, this is Chassidus. Buddhism got it from Chassidus. Awareness. 
I don't mean active, a- active anxious thoughts. I don't mean active anxious thoughts. We're talking about the source of it. Awareness. Like if I clean myself, what I'm going to think? I'm going to, like, my, my brain going to see who much in front of me. If I really, like, if I meditate, if I clean my head, what's, I'm going to get God thoughts. What else? I think it's God thoughts. It's the awareness that precedes all I. Right, but not emptiness in the sense of emptiness in the sense that it's the source of everything. Well, Chumash and Mishnayis are, are a result, are the manifestations of God's thoughts, but they're the manifestations in Dibur, in Isis already. That's already Dibur. Moshe said, Kvat Peh, or Kvat Lashen Anoichi. So there's different, lev- le- different layers, different levels. Is it Asker Tular Tfilah, the Shira, or Jarifanar, I believe, calls it Torah, Shira, as well? Right. Yeah. No, the Shira. Whatever is included in the Shira. He says, let's see, let's see, he finishes off. Nimtzeki, Kashi, Yitzro, Maschilin, Loima, Shira, Yeshlem, Lemalachim, Koyach, Loima, Gamkin, Shira. So when the souls, it's not that the Malachim have to wait because they're going to get punished if they start too early. No. It means when the Jews say Shira, now the Malachim, Pashat, could say Shira. They could. It's not like they're waiting because they don't have permission. Now they have the energy. Once it went into Machshava, now there can be a Dibur. So once the Shamas Yisrael said Shira, so now the Malachim, automatically they're on the queue. Now it can go to the next level. It can be manifested in the world. Yeah. V'zao Shekasov, this is the meaning of the words. The opening of the Song of Songs. Shir Hashirim. Shir Hashirim Asher Shlaima. So it's translated, the Song of Songs. What do you mean the Song of Songs? What's the Song of Songs? There's the song that precedes all the songs. It's the song behind all the songs. There's Shir. And from this Shir come all the Shirim. All the shirim, all the ballads, all the melodies, all the symphonies of the malachim, and that translates in the music of all the animals, like you say in Perik Shira, how all the animals sing every day. Insects, and rodents, and reptiles, and fish, and birds, and mammals. Right? Domesticated beasts. Undomest- everybody is singing Perik Shira. That's Chayas. They come from the Chayas HaKadosh, from the malachim. So the whole world is, has a symphony. Every morning... If you go out in months, you'll hear the birds four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. Actually, now the later they wait for Vasikin. But it starts with the Shiras Hamalochim, right? They're the Shluchim between the Shamas. So he says, it's all those Shirim come from the Shir. They come from the Shir Hanashamas. The Shir Hanashamas, he says, the Shir Shal Yisrael creates the Shirim. Like the Dibur that comes from Achshava. Yeah, l'chayda. It tells you about the power of thoughts. It tells you about the power of a soul, what a soul is. You know, we look at a soul often as like a very <laughs> small little creature trying to keep its head above water. When you type what he's saying here is, the neshama... is the machshava behind existence. All of existence is a shir, it's a manifestation of, of, of the consciousness of the neshama. 
tells you what a neshama is. It's also the power of its thoughts to create reality. The power of its thoughts to create reality is because the machshava of the neshama is not just, you say, tracht gut with zayn gut. Think positive, it'll have positive effects. Why not? You'll be optimistic. It's good for your moods, it's good for your cholesterol, it's good for your blood pressure, it's good for therapy. You'll come in in a better mood, he'll say you don't have to come back, you'll have more money in your bank account. So why not? Let people be positive. It's much deeper than that. It's, there's a real psychodynamic effect, there's a real uh, uh, um, effect in terms of, 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 of the brain power and how it affects the, the cells and the genes of the body and how they react because the malachim are responding, the worlds are responding, the guf is responding. So the shear of the neshama, the shear of the neshama, the neshama's ability to be able to go into that place of shear, of oneness, of gratitude, of celebration, of music, it has a domino effect on so many layers of existence till the very physical embodiment of existence. So now the malachim have with what to sing. The shit the has started to be processed. They're just taking the cue of Neshama Sisral. They're, they're waiting for the cue. It's like uh, almost uh, by a symphony. You know, they're sitting, they're waiting for the conductor <laughs> to make with the hand. What did he do? They, they're singing. But without that, they don't have the koyach yet. They're waiting for, 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 for the flow to start. That flow begins, begins with the neshama. V'zeo gama shekosov b'hamayim eshe neshama se pnimiyas. V'adeya pnimiyas nifolim o'yonim gam b'achitsoyniyas shem ha'malochim. O b'chitsoyniyas d'chitsoyniyas shem ha'olamas. So this is the point, that the neshamas are the pnimiyas. It's like the, the core program. It's the, it's the inner, inner, inner engine, the battery, the soul, the design, the back-end program, the machshava. And through the pnimiyas, automatically it has an effect on the chitzayinis, on the external, which are the malachim. The malachim now start singing. And then the malachim are shluchim, so it affects the chitzayinis of the chitzayinis, which are the worlds. And because they're the pnimiyas of the oilam, they're the pnimis at the core of the oilam. They can begin creating the repair, the tikkun, the fixing and the alignment of oilamus and the shamus and alakus, which is bia, atzilus and ak. Dafka the neshamas in I like the simple soldiers. They're not the neshamas of atzilus. They go into that place. That's the kayak, that's the kayak and neshamas. Why are you making with your head? It's embarrassing. You have to show his arm. Yeah, it's very, very well said. When you say it's embarrassing, when you have a machshava zara, it's a good description. Because more, more than forbidden, it's embarrassing. You say something is forbidden, okay, it's forbidden, fine. But why is it forbidden? A machshava zara, really, the word is alien. Zar means alien, right? It's alien to you. Sapasnasht. What's misapasnasht? Not in a way of guilt. It's beneath you. It's you don't know who you are. It's like a king has everything he wants, right? And he spends his his his, his day thinking. How can I rip off this person? <laughs> how can I stay? <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, but it shows, it's like, you don't know who you are. Yeah. Right. Rabbi Aaron of Karlin once said, Rabbi Aaron Agado said, the greatest tragedy is when the prince forgets that he's the child of the king. He thinks he's a homeless uh, doormat who belongs in the garbage. And when he goes to a wedding, he goes to the garbage cans to take the bones like the dogs. You can go to the Shmogas board. Sometimes it's worse than bad. It's, it's alien to you. You don't need to go to this place. <laughs> you have access to the source. What are you, what are you, what are you going to garbage cans? All my thoughts of anxiety and manipulation, right? Not in a judgment way, in a compassionate way. I have to ask, from which frequency is it coming? Which part of, which part of me is it coming from? Now, sometimes it's, it's not conscious. The person is just stuck, so to speak. But this is the nekud of understanding that the neshama is the pnimius in biyad. The neshama is the, is the pnimius of the oilam already in biyad. So you have the way the Nisham is in Atsilis. That's already completely beyond Bia. But even the Nisham in Bia, it's the Pnimius of Bia. What means it's the Pnimius? It's the Kavona. It holds, it holds the cue, the clue for healing, for repairing, for realignment. Whenever you say something is the Pnimius of something, it means this is at the core purpose. Huh? This is the essence. Now you'll say, you know, you do a lot of things, right? But what's the ultimate agenda? That's the pinimius of it. You have a company, you have an organization. But what, what's, the, what's the real kavana? So you'll say this, but deeper, deeper, deeper. Chitzonius is the way things are on the outside. Pinimius is to get really to the core of it. In the world of computers, for example, right? Chitzonius, the chitzonius would be, you know, what I see. That there's a level of chitzonius, it's external, it's a deeper layer of it. And then there's the you know, what, what's really at the inside that most people don't even have access to. Huh? Yeah. So when you say Neshama is the Pnimi Yisraelim, it means you could look at reality on different layers. There's the layer of the world, there's the layer of the angels, and there's the deeper layer of the souls. What's the Pnimi So the Neshama feels that Pnimi and therefore takes responsibility. And it could, it, it, it could shift, it could make, it could make a difference. That's what the Magad is saying. So the Malachim are waiting for the Neshama. The Malachim are not going to do anything. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know what's... what's the Malachim say, tell us what's for breakfast today. <laughs> tell us what's the schedule. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it out. But you're the one who has to tell the Malachim. You say, me, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> I'm still sleeping. Malachim say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know who you are? <laughs> you're carrying the black, the black briefcase, the black... Uh, what is it called? The nuclear energy. It's part of it, yeah. Alignment. Okay, we'll stop here, Bezir Hashem. Tomorrow morning we will continue, 8 o'clock, Monday morning. And everybody have a beautiful day. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.